the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon, and thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Great to be with you on this, uh, again, another weird, unseasonably chilly day. We're, I think, all waiting for spring to arrive. Kath? So done with it. Yeah, me too. Right? I'm just I mean, done with it. I was going to wear my giant hooded sweatshirt for today's mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Just because yeah. I find myself freezing here in my own home. Exactly. Uh, you know, the cold temperatures are one thing. It's just the grayness of it all. I think compounded by the coronavirus, one blow of bad news after another. It feels as though there's a heavy weight around us all, doesn't oh, it? Oh, gosh. Listen, for all of you who are listening and watching, and if you're just listening and you would like to watch, find us on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy. You can watch the show online. But listen, for any of you guys who are unemployed, furloughed, laid off, unable to work for any reason, John and I have been talking about friends of ours today who are oh, in that position. I mean, my heart just goes out to you. It surely does. It really, really does. And we, we pray that the worst is going to be over mm-hmm. soon and, and soon we'll get back to work and yeah. everybody will be able to congregate. But it, yeah. at least, you know, moment to moment, sometimes it feels untenable that it, it just, it's it really so does. much to bear and everyone's yeah. got a story. Everyone has something that's deep and intense, whether there's somebody in the hospital that you can't go visit or you're without mm-hmm. a job or the future doesn't look bright. Yeah. <sighs> I tell you what, I mean, thank God we've got lo- the Lord. Oh my gosh. I mean, if you didn't have an eternal perspective and an indwelling Holy Spirit, I mean, seriously, I just, I, I wouldn't be able to go. I wouldn't be able to go on. I can say even with that, right. Even knowing that you still, you can't help but not feel like, Oh, I know it's more, it's more, it's more, it's more. So anyway, thanks for being with us today. Yeah. And we hope that, yeah, well, we hope that over the next couple hours, let me say, John, that we give you some things to think about and some things to laugh about. Good. All right. (laughs) For our own sake as well. Exactly. Because we all need to emotionally survive this. Uh, John, I'm glad you brought up my front porch because I have a question to ask you that involves this check that apparently you haven't gotten yet. Uh, I have not. It feels as Mm -hmm. though everybody I know has gotten a check, but we are still awaiting. Just so the, the Duffy family, they uh, have received an economic stimulus. Uh, the Evans family has received an economic stimulus, but not the not whole the family. Home. No. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we I, we followed along like everybody else. And I mean, I, my, my brother said, I haven't done my taxes yet, but, you know, his check arrived. Have you done your taxes mm-hmm. yet? Mm-hmm. Oh, you already did. Mm-hmm. Duffy, did you already do your taxes? No, not yet. See, but his check arrived. Mm-hmm. So there's no wherewithal. It might have been that thing that Mike and I said to the IRS. I don't. Do, could that have been? <laughs> I think it? So we, got, well, we have some power up the IRS. Right? Is that the deal? I like, don't know if they like take that team. seriously. It was just one of those random questions. Do you know anything about John Hall? That's <laughs> <laughs> no, not what it was. Okay. All right. So all right. So here's the Great. question. Yeah. I I saw this article today on you know if you were able to remodel your front porch 
or yeah. do something in your backyard, what would you rather do? And so okay. I thought, now wait, the stimulus check for a lot of us is in the bank. John, I trust for you. It's coming. I really do. Let's hope so. so if you had to pick, am I going to do something sign- and And you had the luxury of spending the whole check on the porch or either on the backyard, like you had no other financial like consideration in your personal life. Right. Which would you choose? Are you and asking? why? I am asking you. Okay. Uh, I just had to add this with a caveat. Okay. If I had my druthers, what I do is I take down the entire front porch and build a brand new one. That's what I do. Now, wait a minute. I don't know what you're expecting from your stimulus check. (laughs) (laughs) It's not going to cover that type of activity. No, it's not. No, no. However, my my front porch is in need of some, um, some work. So yeah. Like some structural work. Uh, well, you know, it's tongue and groove. It's all wood. And, um, I had a little roof problem there a little earlier. So I've Mm -hmm. got some things that need to be addressed. I think about it often. Uh I really do. And I love my front porch. I absolutely love my front porch. It's a great place to hang out. Big high ceilings. Mm -hmm. Um, I got a glider out there. I have a glider out there. Do you know what a glider is? Of course. Yeah. I got a glider. Love a glider. Nice table. I've got, it's a really good place to hang out. Yeah. Dinner on the front porch often. But it does need some work. So I, I would spend the money on my front porch. Okay. Mike, you, front porch or backyard? Can I up the ante and do a wraparound porch? What? Wait, you're going to build well, boy, a nobody's, porch? Nobody's yeah. satisfied today. No, no. What? Well, look, I mean. you I'm, want to? He wants to do a whole new front porch. You want to do a wraparound. I mean, what the heck? Let's just yep. buy a new home. <laughs> How about like how about like when you see a porch that has like the the drapes on it? Have you ever seen those? I love you know? I love that. Do I, you I love would love that? to do oh very much so. I'd love to do that. It's like yeah. a lovely like um kind of like a country farmhouse look. Mm-hmm. Or or what about a screened in porch? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how great it would be? See, you go outside at night covered in bug spray. Oh, I sure do. I despise bug spray, so I just don't <laughs> go out at night. And I and yes. I that makes me sad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you would go so Mike's going wrap Mike's going wrap, around. wrap around porch. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. You're going whole new porch. Whole new porch with mm-hmm. drapes and maybe some screens. <laughs> I'm just saying. I like it. Uh, yeah. What are you going for, Kath? Uh, I'm also no. going front porch. Oh, you are? I thought you might yeah. go like hibachi. You just, <laughs> I'm just get a hibachi. <laughs> right. I hear what you guys are saying, and I'm going to up it, too. Now, I would like to make my front porch bigger. I have a wonderful front porch, but it's very narrow. Mm. You know, it's only nine feet wide. Okay. I, or maybe eight feet wide. I think I'd like it to be a comfortable 12 feet wide. Oh, very nice. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> This this segment brought to you by Nello Construction, oh, <laughs> which it really isn't. We're just making this up. The last time I was out at your front porch, Kath, which I think was about a week ago, yeah, what, what, were you still doing the autumnal uh, scenage? No, I don't have the. Yep. Atum- I have all of my my porch furniture. It, my all my wicker is still covered. Okay, because but there was no bales of hay out there. No, there were no bales of hay. I'm happy to say the bales of hay are gone. <laughs> Thanks for checking in. I just, you know, I was kind of curious. That's all. All, all right. right. Well, so, yeah, anyway, okay, so we've all so we've all voted front porch. Yeah, we did. Over backyard. Yeah, backyard. Here's the deal. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine about my backyard. There are so many deer. Look, I'm looking at the window right now. This is no exaggeration. If I could, I'd swing the camera around. Currently, right now, there are four deer in my backyard grazing. So, I mean, I, right before the show started, there was a gobbler. There was a turkey, a male turkey wandering through my backyard. 
So what I, in the world? It's like Call of the Wild at the halls. So I'm not going to b- put anything out there. I can't, you, you know, you put flowers or shrubbery, forget it. It's like eaten mm. in two days. Okay. I need Doug Oster with like a pair of spikes. <laughs> I'm sure Doug Oster is listening to this going, I am not coming out and doing your no, yard work for no, you, John. Please don't. No, no, he doesn't. So forget yeah. it. I mean, so uh, I love my backyard, but I'm not going to spend any money on, you know, accoutrements or, you know, decorations or okay. gardening flowers or anything All like right. that. I mean, the bottom line is we can dream, right? Oh, yeah. Don't you love to dream? Yes. Don't you love to? Yes. Somebody was saying I the do. other day, somebody said, what do you miss about, about uh, a sport? You know, get, you, know, you know what I miss about? I miss going to a pirate game and dreaming, daydreaming. Mm. I miss just sort of like sitting there going, Oh, look at that. You know, just kind of, you know, where are we? Oh, oh, there's a hit. Oh, okay. I just missed sort of mm-hmm. that. Now I'm kind of like lying in my bed in despair. Or how about that feeling when you're at a pirate game and you think, how'd that inning, how, is that inning over already? Right. Well, yeah. Are we three up, three down by. again? Right. I know. Sad. I don't know. All right. We've got a great show ahead, John. Do we, do we really? Yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah. Right. Considering it lived in your head before it happened, it uh, head. I would right. like to tell you about it. Okay. Coming up, we got Chris Marshall. Uh, he's going to talk about nice. online church. We're all doing it, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, it's Sunday morning or Saturday night for you or Sunday night, whatever it is, we're not congregating. We're like hitting the play button on Facebook and we're watching church happen. What's good and what's bad? More Zoom. Yeah, that's right. Okay, take a break. Come back. Chris Marshall usually asks the pastor, but today we're going to talk about church in this uh, digital uh, quarantined age. Stick around. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Check us out on Facebook on 101.5. Thanks for being with us. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. We have not yet begun to even see what God can do and God will do through us and with us when we're committed totally to Him. A holy church, a church aflame, is a mighty instrument in the hand of a holy God. Hear Adrian Rogers teach about that old-time religion this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. 
Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. SelectQuote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Your teeth can't remote into the office or remain socially distant. And dental emergencies won't wait to flatten the curve. The good news? While Stock Family Dentistry remains closed for routine care, they are open for emergencies, going above and beyond the norm to provide a safe, sanitary environment, pre-screening, and seeing only one patient in the office at a time. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. At StockFamilyDentistry.com. up and check in with Chris Marshall. Our segment is called Ask the Pastor, where Chris takes your phone calls and he goes at it. I mean, really, it's an amazing thing. That it he sure does. is amazing. He just uh, People are asking about theology or the Bible or whatnot, and uh, Chris, uh, more often than not, knows the answer and uh, does so with uh, great finesse and uh, a real sweetness about him. But today, we're going to talk instead about a place that if, if you're a, a regular churchgoer, Right now, of course, we're not going to church. We're all doing the Zoom church. And what is that like? So let's go and talk to the pastor himself about what uh, digital church is like in this new pandemic age. Chris, Chris Marshall from New Life Christian Ministries in Saxburg, Saxonburg. Welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. You guys are looking good today. I'm watching on Facebook as I'm talking to you. I have the sound off, of course. Um, but, uh, you know, you told me the next time I was on, I was going to be, you know, you all were going to be showing live streaming and everything. So mm-hmm. I'm still not live streaming myself. I'm just, I'm just talking, um, just audio, but you guys are looking good. Good to mm. see you. Chris. Chris, you already have people saying hi to you on Facebook. So when you have a break, you can look at the stream, but oh, let's okay. start out, Chris, talking about this Sunday worship thing. So for people who are listening to the show, who've never been to church or who don't go regularly to church, they're thinking, what the heck are these people doing on Sunday morning? Explain how you guys are approaching it. Well, Kathy, we've been actually doing a live stream of our, of our active worship services for a couple of years now. So okay. you could go to Facebook and watch the service before, um, but now it's the only way we are able to meet with people. So Saturday nights at 630, if you go to facebook.com slash newlifexn, you'll tune into our service, and there will be the worship team will be singing, and uh, we'll have announcements like regular. We'll have the message and uh, we even have an opportunity for people to give online. So it's a regular worship service, except it's totally not regular because nobody, you know, we can't have anybody in front of us. One of the weirdest things to me is as a pastor who's used to having that interaction with people as I'm preaching, you know, and I see people with their arms crossed or people falling asleep or people laughing, whatever it is, you have none of that. So there's no, there's no feedback, if you will. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so what it's, it's, it's very different. And yet, this past weekend, for example, we had our regular services at 6.30 on Saturday, 8.30, 10.00, 11.30 on Sunday. And uh, between those, or among those four services, we had 6,000 views. Wow. 6,000 views. Now, on an average Easter weekend, we would have had 1,500 people in the seats if we had church, you know, real church. Uh, although it is real church, it's just virtual. I see. 
So, Chris, what you're saying is then well before the pandemic, New Life was ahead of the curve because you were already doing this. So it wasn't such a weird jump for people in your church to just go online and see you anyway. It really wasn't, John. In fact, we had people who would go away on vacation and they would say, well, we watched the service, you know, from our hotel room or we watched the service at camp. So they were already used to that. The, the big change is, of course, a lot of people weren't using technology. I was one of them. I was not on Facebook, but now I make posts on Facebook every day. Uh, just this afternoon at 2 o'clock, I was live on Facebook um, so that I could interact with people from the church. We have two, on Friday and Monday mornings and Wednesday evenings, our discipleship pastor has a prayer meeting online from 9 to 10. So we've added a lot of extra things that weren't available um, we, yes, we were ahead of the curve, uh, in the sense that we were already doing our services online, but we've, um, we've been adding a lot of programming, if you will. Um, the, the youth ministry is totally online as well. Tuesday night youth group at seven o'clock. The thing we've been noticing is people on the chat, they're not kids in youth group. I mean, this past week we had some 70 year old people at youth group, which is pretty cool. If you think about it, it's like ministry has become family ministry from babies to adults, you know, instead of just, just limiting it to, uh, the kids ministry or the youth ministry or, or church on Sunday, uh, more people are being involved. Chris Marshall's with us from New Life Christian Ministries in Saxonburg, PA. So let's talk about the downside. Chris, you mentioned how weird it is to be in a room where you're kind of preaching to vacant space, um, but trying in your head to remember how many people are watching. Talk about just the difficulties of trying to figure out how to make it, how to be authentic about it. I mean, the last thing anybody needs is some kind of fake version of any type of faith. Um, and that's, I know you well enough to know it's the last thing you want to project. Exactly. Thanks, Kathy. That's a really good question. And I mean, both of you have known me for, you know, a lot of years. You know, I'm a pretty extroverted person. Um, and so, so it's really hard for me to look into the camera. In fact, it was so hard the first couple of weeks, I was looking all around the worship center as if there were actually people there. Cause I could picture yeah. like, you know, if you came to our church, I would know where you typically sit. So I'd be looking right. over there for Kathy and looking over there, mm-hmm. you know, for, for Patty, looking back there for Jim. And, and so, um, our, our, our tech people said, Chris, you have to stop looking all around the place nobody's here. You have to look into the camera because that's where people are. And then I was able to go, oh, okay. And I mean, it's not hard for me to be authentic about preaching a message because really whether the people are standing in front of me or not, the message is real. You know, our faith in Jesus is real. The Bible is true. And so it's not hard for me that way. Um, It's just hard that there's no feedback. It's, I mean, in, in real life, if, if I tell a joke that's actually funny, people will laugh. And so you wait until they stop laughing until you go on. But there's, you, you have none of those cues. There just aren't any cues of the, the actual. And I, I love, I mean, I even like it when somebody crosses their arm and shakes their head, no, when I'm preaching, because I at least know they're listening. But whenever you're preaching to a camera, you, you don't know any of those things. You just sort of have to let the truth be the truth and, and say it in as compassionate and loving way as you can. You know, sure. my goal has always been to speak the truth in love. And so that's really what I'm still trying to do. But as you say, it's, it's a challenge. It's not the mm-hmm. same as being, having people there. 
Chris Marshall's with us from New Life Christian Ministries in Saxonburg, Pennsylvania. Chris, let's move from the worship worship experience to what it is to be a pastor in this pandemic age. I'm sure that you know there are still people who are reaching out to you. You think about the wave of unemployment that is uh, gripping the nation right now. I'm sure lots of people in isolation and loneliness and the depression that goes along with that. Talk about what it is to reach out to people who are in need within your community. John, that's one of the things that, as you said, it's a really big challenge, but one of the things that's so exciting to me is we always say the church is a body, it's not a building. And we have seen that. We have seen people reaching out to people. I mean, I'm not allowed to go to the hospital to visit somebody who's sick. Um, we, we can't do that. I mean, it's just you're not allowed. Um, but when somebody's hungry, we have had people from our church family who know about somebody that doesn't have enough groceries. They deliver food. And we actually have had some really cool things that have happened. A local restaurant heard that some people from our church were making face masks. And in order to stay in business, they needed 12 face masks. So they called up our youth pastor and said, hey, this is, you know, this, this restaurant, and you buy stuff for us for your youth group. Well, we need 12 masks. We heard your church family's making masks. Could you get us 12 masks? Within five hours, Alex delivered 24 face masks so those workers wow. could keep working. You know, so that's really like the church being the church. And, 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 and these folks don't go to our church, um, but they have a connection, basically a business connection, but they knew they had a need and they thought we could meet it and we were able to. And it was so exciting for that to happen. Fabulous. Hmm. Well, Chris, uh, we're excited for you and for this uh, new age that uh, has descended upon not only New Life Christian Ministries, but all of us as believers as well. And uh, kudos for uh, adapting so quickly. Uh, our prayers are with you, and especially as we go through this month, we hope that uh, when you join us, we hope to have you with us soon. And when you do that, you'll be with us live in studio. So thanks again, Chris. We're, our prayers are with you and for all your people at New Life. Thank you so much, John and Kathy. I appreciate the opportunity to be on today, and I want you to know I'm praying for you and your families as well. Mm, Thank you thanks. so much. Love you, Chris. See ya. Pastor Love Chris Marshall, too. New mm, Life Christian now. Ministries in Saxonburg, Pennsylvania. As Chris said, you can find them easily on Facebook. Look for them on the web as well. They are streaming like uh, 99.9% of the churches, so check them out as you're so inclined. We'll take a break and come back. Um, Okay, so in this weird age, mm-hmm. it appears as though Walmart is selling more tops than they are bottoms, Which, and people are not going to the mailbox properly attired. That's next. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. As we battle the coronavirus, Service Master follows all CDC guidelines for social interaction. Our mission is to protect your home and business. And the yellow van. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. We follow all CDC guidelines as we continue to provide essential services to homes and businesses, including fire and water damage restoration. The man, the yellow man, Service Master. You're about to hear a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One. We were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law. And we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the U.S. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender. 
which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls, a reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money. We are United Faith Mortgage at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Millwood Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to animalistconsumeraccess.org. Corporate animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing. And Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Today's forecast calls for clear skies, slight winds coming out of the Northeast, and customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Pandemic, market drops, elections. Don't let the noise and fear distract you. Where do you go for clarity in uncertain times? For experienced advice on planning for retirement, tune in right here Saturday morning at 10 for your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane. Or call Accurate Solutions Group now for help navigating these unprecedented times. 412-515-3355. Investment advisory services are offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC, a registered investment advisory firm. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word, Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at Radio.com. Cloudy and cold for tonight, low 29. Cloudy and cold Friday with a rain or snow shower in spots in the morning, followed by occasional afternoon rain, high 47. Tomorrow night, occasional rain and drizzle, otherwise cloudy and cold, low 33. And mostly sunny, remaining chilly on Saturday with a high 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Is it? Small town police department in Maryland has reminded residents to wear pants while checking the mail. (laughs) Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Can we pause? Mm-hmm. Did you say that the police had to remind people to wear pants? And not the first time. Mm-hmm. Apparently, multiple times. <laughs> it's yet another sign that people are working during stay-at-home orders, are dressing casually, to say the That's least. Not, no, not wearing pants to the mailbox is not a sign that you're dressing casually. <laughs> it's something far deeper than that. I'd say it's a sign of the coming apocalypse. <laughs> this is from an article uh, in USA Today. Um Please remember to put pants on before leaving the house to check your mailbox. <laughs> you know who you are. This is your final warning. The Tannytown Police Department wrote oh, in a Facebook post yesterday. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not the first time the department, which serves about 7,200 citizens, has had to uh, use its social media account to post topical commentary and shame people of its 11,000 followers. In recent days, the police department's account has urged people to stay inside using the lyrics to Baby Shark, posted a Tiger King meme, and used a Bitmoji to encourage residents to wash their hands. However, 
there are apparently a number of people <laughs> in this town, Taney Town, Maryland, who mm -hmm. are going to their mailbox in their gutchies. That's so wrong. I guess it's who's the ultimate, doing that? I don't know. It's the ultimate in comfort. Who is walking what? around? I don't know. What is it? Wait a second here. It's a final warning. I mean, a this is a person. This is a personal question, mm. but I'm going to ask both of you because I know you well. Mm. I feel like we have a you know good relationship, yeah. and we're all in different homes. But are you guys walking? <laughs> That's the key. Or, no, <laughs> none of us are anywhere close to each other. Are either of you, Mike or John, walking around your house all day long in your underwear? No, Please. never in a million years no. would I do that. Ever, Mike, never. Not all day. Not all day. Maybe, the, <laughs> maybe like the first hour when I wake up and get myself some breakfast. But what are we talking okay. here? Like, what do we they mean underwear? Like a robe or like? No, like underwear. Like, Your underwear. Like not wearing pants is what I'm saying. Right. Not yeah. a robe. Not a okay. robe. Imagine a guy walking around his house, maybe with a t-shirt on and his, what, boxers or tidy white. And whiteies. then going out to get the mail? Mm -mm. Gosh. No. <laughs> So and so much so that you have to be reprimanded multiple times by the local police department. By the police, not by like your next door neighbor who's like, "Really, Stanley, you have to do that again?" No, yeah. it's the police. To, for the police department to post on Facebook, "This is your final warning." Like you've been warned how many times? <laughs> this is not Mayberry. I'll tell you that. I'm mm. telling you, that makes me laugh. Yeah, that makes guess, me laugh. It restores my faith in the humor that can help us to survive this. I guess it's sort of like you know, whenever you see like those Facebook postings of people dressed oddly at Walmart, you think, "Oh my goodness!" Do you love those? Oh my, it scares me. Listen, it makes me it not is, want to go to Walmart ever. I'll tell you that. It is so entertaining to me. But wait a yeah. second, seriously though, if you're walking around your house and you had nothing to do, wouldn't you want to just hang out? No. no. In your boxers or underwear no, or whatever? No, no, no. absolutely no. not. Robe? How about put on a Paris gym shorts or a robe? That's fine. A robe is fine. You know why? Because we are not Philistines, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, but okay. it, if you're just hanging out in your own house, comfort of your own home, you know nobody's. Wrong. You know no one's there and your curtains are shut. You don't have to worry about anyone like any peeping toms. Uh -huh. I would totally. I <laughs> listen, listen, Mike. I, I, first of all, I'm waiting for our Facebook feed to erupt with people <laughs> yeah. who are morally I, opposed, no. even shocked at your behavior. I guarantee you there are people out there that hang out in in their, you know, in their gutchies all day. Not all day long, but like most of the day. Is there nothing, they got nothing else better to do. Wait, is gutchies a Pittsburgh word? Gutchies. No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, no. I think is Gucci's Italian. I mean, I'm not Italian. Anybody out there? Ta I believe Gucci's is an Italian word. Although, I'm just you know making that up. It sounds Italian, doesn't it? I don't like think me? it sounds Italian. Gucci's. Yeah, I, I think it sounds Eastern European. Gucci's. Oh, maybe so. Like a Stadababa Mama. That could be like a Slovak thing or a Polish thing or something. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know where that comes from. The Urban Dictionary will be able to address that uh, for us. I'm sure. Okay, listen, if you're just listening to the program, you've never watched us on Facebook, we're live streaming, and we would love to hear from you right now about mm -hmm. what you know about gutchies and whether they're from uh, <laughs> Slovak heritage or John's crazy idea that some Italian decided to name them that. Anyway. And if you're just tuning in, this is Christian Talk, despite yeah. the topic that we're talking about <laughs> oh right now. Oh, my gosh. Generally, we've got Jesus right here. 
today, yeah. maybe a yeah. little over there. Well, Christian, right? we're not, no, there. that's okay. That's we're okay. still loving he Jesus. Be, he can be right in the center of this conversation, even though it is shaky. Yeah, all right. Okay, we're taking right, a break, coming back. Who's up next, Kath? Up next, we're going to talk to Kurt Bjorklund. He's oh. at home. And we're going to talk about what it's like because not only is he there, but he's there with his four kids. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Stick around. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy. WORD. I'm Keith Stevens. Join Donna Cruz and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. You'll hear encouraging songs and stories to help you find comfort and strength in the tough times. Fear is nothing in the world but a misuse of the creative imagination God has placed in us. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith, Saturday night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During the challenging times we're all experiencing, our top priority is the health and safety of the communities we serve. And while it's true that things are changing rapidly every day, one thing that'll never change is our commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience. At Rocket Mortgage, our guiding philosophy of every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, exists for times like right now. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. If you currently work with us and need assistance with your mortgage, contact us 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. As we all think about ways to save money, let me remind you that mortgage rates are near historic lows. If you think right now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch... Watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. For over 20 years, Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter. Our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. The entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. All right, so uh, if you've got kids and of course we're all stuck inside, how is that pandemic journey going for you? And I I think for me, 
it probably depends upon the age of your kids as mm-hmm. well as how successful or I not things right. are, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, from Orchard Hill Church, the Reverend uh, Kurt Bjorkland is with us. Kurt is a senior pastor at Orchard Hill Church. Orchard Hill today, of course, is heard 9.30 Monday through Friday here on 101.5. And uh, Kurt, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm well. Hey, Kurt, I'm anxious to hear about the uh, pandemic lifestyle you're in simply because you have four boys. Now, they're older, right? So it's not like you're chasing them around to make sure they don't put like a fork in an outlet, right? Yeah, no, I have uh, two teenagers, um, one who's 21 and one who is 23 and out of the house. So so we have three boys with us. And then for good measure, we have another young man living with us right now who's a friend of some of our kids who needed a place. So so we are... um, with four boys, yeah, every time we go shopping, people think we're hoarding, but we're just buying enough food for the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. so I'm glad you brought up shopping then. Is the shopping thing for you, Kurt, is that a big hurdle, or is it something, you know, you're just dealing with it, you know, just as a normal person? Because to go into a grocery store nowadays is kind of in some ways to sort of take your life into your own hands. Yeah, it's um, both my wife and I have gone. Uh, we haven't gone together. We've just each gone whenever we've had needs to get food. And um, I guess, you know, if you need food, you need food and you can try other ways. But right now it's hard to even get the curbside pickup appointments yeah. and the home delivery services just because there's such a high demand. So we've just uh, worn the mask and gone in and gotten what we've needed. Yeah. And some way or another, it kind of works itself out. Now, again, so because you're a pastor of a larger church, it's not as though you can sort of step away during the pandemic and go, I'll get back to everybody later on. You're working full-time as a pastor, and that's a difficult balance, I'm sure, between home life and church life. Yeah, my my, uh, my role has not um, been less intense during this time. It's probably been a little more intense so far than even mm-hmm. in a normal time uh, mm-hmm. in terms of work. And so, yeah, in, in that sense, I have not felt like I've had more more time necessarily at home, other than the fact that because there's no activities, we have every night home. We're having dinner together every night. Mm-hmm. And we've actually rediscovered the joy of wiffle ball. And so we've been playing wiffle ball um, many nights. Uh, out in the yard, uh, which is kind of funny with uh, with my old kids. I never thought I'd get a rebirth of the wiffle ball years, but we're playing as much wiffle ball this this uh, spring as we have for probably five years. Wow! Now the only problem is it's like thirty degrees. It's been cold. Yeah, I, I yeah. will I will say that, but uh, but it's still been fun. We've had a good yeah. time, and that's that's really what what we my wife and I have just tried to say is this is really in a sense because our kids are a little older this is bonus time to have them mm-hmm. around and certainly you know you never want um something national or global to happen uh and this is a horrific thing but on a micro level um i think there's a lot of good that can come out of it and i think there'll be a, a lot of families who will evaluate some of the choices they've been making because of yeah. it and maybe mm-hmm. say you know, do we need to run to as many activities as we've run to? Um, I think some kids will look back on this time fondly and say, you know, we had dinner together every night. We played, we did stuff together rather than running around to stuff. And, and I think for families, especially that have, you know, older kids where maybe there's been some relational tension or the kids have been, you know, maybe pursuing other things. Um, this time can really be a gift just to reconnect in a deeper way. And so, 
Um, you know, that's, that's what we've tried to do is just say, let's, let's see this time as something that, uh, like my son is 21. I have a son who's a senior in high school. Uh, you know, both of them are, uh, you know, foot out the door. And so just to have them around night after night has really been, uh, been a sweet thing. That's good. That is a blessing. Kurt Bjorkman is with us from Orchard Hill Church. Hey, Kurt, talk about that. I mean, you know, I'm sure um, Kath and I talk about our kids a lot, you know, either on or off the air. Kath has girls. I've got boys. And, of course, the communication style is so different from boys to girls. Um, as, a, as a father of boys, especially older boys, how has that worked in your life? Do you find that your sons um, are open or closed or are there seasons for both of those things? And how do you work that as a dad? Well, I think we've been really fortunate. Our kids are open uh, with us. And um, I always add a caveat when I say that as far as we know, because it's always what you don't know that that is uh, of some interest. But, you know, one of the things that my wife and I did, I think, early on is we realized that that, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about a lot of things. But when it comes to parenting, there's really not a lot of direct commands. And in the New Testament, the main command is do not embitter your, your children. Don't exasperate them. Um, and that's pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, in the Old Testament, there's some things about training your children, bringing them up in the Lord, you know, train up a child in the way it should go. But in the New Testament, the, the primary command is don't embitter your children. And, um, and and so, you know, if you really think that through, what is that? That's That's getting a kid to a point where their heart starts to close off to you. And so part of the work of parenting, uh, in our estimation, is, is having a relationship that's such that your kids do want to be open to you. And mm-hmm. that gives you a chance then to speak into what's happening in their lives. And you can't create that in three weeks in a pandemic when you're huddled together. You have to have created that. You can work on it. You can take some steps toward it. And, um, and one of the things that, that's really significant to that. And again, this is my estimation of this, but is, is not trying to control behavior um, with your kids, but instead focusing on the thinking behind whatever it is they're doing and trying to help them come to their own convictions, their own decisions. And sometimes they won't reflect yours. And that isn't always easy because you want their convictions to reflect yours but part of how you don't embitter them is you try to have honest discussion and realize that they're their own people and they may come mm-hmm. to some different conclusions about things that you hold very dearly. And if you focus on trying to have them think like you, act like you in every way, then embittering them is almost a guaranteed outcome. And if that's really the big command is to say, keep your kid's heart open to you. Um, then how do we, how do we go about that? And, and so that's, that's part of what we've tried to do is just say, we, we, we don't, it doesn't matter as much to us if you agree with everything that we think or want to say, but we want to have an open conversation about it and we value where you are on the issue. Mm-hmm. That's really good advice. Thank you. Appreciate that personally, Kurt. Kurt Bjorklund's with us, senior pastor at Orchard Hill Church. Kurt, one of the things that my family's had to deal with is I have two daughters who are in different schools. One is in high school and one's in college. But when my daughter came home from college, we had to talk about, you know, what's this going to look like? And 
this is, you know, every family has to decide this for themselves. But my husband and I said, look, other than if you could help us with the dishes, we'd really appreciate that. But you still live your college life because we don't, there's so many things that have been taken away from students now, so much regularity, so much, you know, coursework, friends, that kind of thing. We wanted to encourage her to maintain those things. It's hard, though, to graft that into a family unit, right? It is. And, and there's some real grieving uh, for a student who's enjoying their college yeah. experience or high school, you know, to not have your band concerts, your proms, your graduation, yeah. your, you know, final season of sports, whatever it is that you're into, those are all things really to be grieved. And, and although it seems small in the global concerns of what's going on when you're 16, 17, 18, those are big things, Mm -hmm. especially when it's the last time. And so to, to enter in and grieve with your children, if you can, is, is really good to do. And I think you're right with an older child who's coming home to, um, you know, really let your kids be who they are. Um, uh, my wife and I read something years and years ago, and it was about your children and saying when they get to be seniors in high school, a good goal is self-governance. And the, the idea was, and this was written by a Christian author, I think it was Charlie Shedd was the guy's name, but he, um, what he said was, was your kids are going to go off to school in eight, nine months anyway and do whatever they want. So you would rather prepare them for that by having them mm-hmm. have that freedom while they're in your house. Mm-hmm. And what a lot of times parents do is when their kids go off to school, they come home and then they want them to live by, by house rules again. And not that there aren't some typical house rules, like you said, doing dishes, helping with cleaning, you know, help with the yard. Like that's all. I'm not talking about that. But saying, you know, you go to bed when you want to go to bed. You figure out how and when you're going to do your own schoolwork. I mean, those are things that, that are just part of the dignity of growing up. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes the mistake can be to try to treat an 18, 19, 20, 21-year-old like you do a 13, 14-year-old. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Reverend Kurt Bjorkland is with us from Orchard Hill Church. Orchard Hill Today is heard on Word FM Monday through Fridays at 9.30 a.m. Uh, Kurt, let's um, let's talk about you as as the pastor at Orchard Hill. Uh, these are really odd times, and uh, you know, Kath and I were talking uh, as the show opened up. Uh, we've got several friends, you know, of various ages who are without a job or are in some sort of depression or you know, in despair. And I'm sure of the thousands of people that are with you in congregation at Orchard Hill, you must hear this um, in a just a giant way. It must be a waterfall of despair that travels around not only in Orchard Hill circles, but all across Western Pennsylvania and around the world during these really odd times? Uh, without a doubt, these are times that are so uncertain. And what's hard, I, you really don't know, have we, are we experiencing a blizzard? Is it the start of winter or is it the start of a small ice age? And that is part of what adds to this sense of despair or anxiety mm-hmm. because you really don't know, and you don't know how bad it'll be, even in the church world. Like, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, the government's uh, recommendation would be even once we go back to work, there's no gatherings of more than 50 people or 250 people or 500 people. And so in all of those scenarios, it's hard to imagine how, you know, a church like Orchard Hill returns to uh, whatever normal is uh, anytime in the near future. And so, you know, you just think about, not just that, but the implications of that. You know, if you own a, a restaurant or 
some small business. I mean, these are really scary times because just as soon as somebody says we're going to open up the country doesn't mean that everyone's going to flock back to your restaurant. And so, you know, that kind of uncertainty around your economic future is, is really, um, really challenging. I think for everybody to navigate. Yeah. Well, Kurt, thank you for being with us today. This has been fun talk about people who are in different life situations, still trying to do a job and deal with older kids and all of that. We always appreciate your time. Well, thank you. Enjoy your afternoon. Yeah. So That's much. Kurt Bjorklund, senior pastor at Orchard Hill Church in the Wexford section of uh, Pittsburgh. That's where the uh, home base is. They have several other satellites. You can find out information, of course, about them online. We'll take a break. Come back. Um, hey, how about classic board games? Uh, you can play Boggle. You got Monopoly. Uh, I love all this stuff. Is it feasible to do this over Zoom? Talk about that next. As a business owner, you're in a difficult position today. Stay-at-home regulations, social distancing, and in some cases, extreme limitations on our individual liberties have caused small and medium businesses to question whether marketing during this time is the right thing to do. You're asking a lot of questions, and you're getting few, if any, answers. Salem Surround is here to help business owners during these challenging times. We're sponsoring free webinars April 22nd and 24th, featuring nationally known marketing and advertising experts for Morell and Associates, named in the top 2% of worldwide consultants by Gerson Lehrman Group. They'll discuss how to manage marketing in times of crisis and examples of how some businesses actually thrive in difficult times. Attend virtually to hear some factual data on what you can do to keep your business top of mind, relevant, and vital to customers today. Two free seminars are offered each day, April 22nd or 24th, and limited space is available. For times and to sign up, go to SalemSurround.com. SalemSurround.com. If you're a licensed counselor in Pennsylvania, Grace Wellness Center doesn't want to hire you. They want to partner with you. At Grace Wellness Center, you'll find the personal support and professional development you need to build your ideal clientele. Grace Wellness Center invests in you so you can invest in your clients. Get the support, training, and personal coaching you need to pursue your passion and build the kingdom with offices throughout Greater Pittsburgh. Join the team at thegracewellnesscenter.com. Wow, how the world has changed in just a few short weeks. If there is one thing COVID-19 has taught us, is good hygiene. Wash your hands more often and wipe down frequently touched surfaces. Unfortunately, we also face another problem that has been around us since, well, time itself. Rodents. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. Rodents usually carry diseases with them we do not want around us. Treating the problem the old-fashioned way with baits and traps only causes the problem to continue. Baits invite rodents in when you really should be trying to keep them out. So how do we keep them out? With Plug-In Pest Free, an electromagnetic device that utilizes the electrical wiring in your home to set up a no-go zone. Now that's fair income. Look us up today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code PEST20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code PEST20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. For over 20 years, Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter. Our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. 
the entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. Matthew, are you a regular Jeopardy fan? Do you tune in to watch Alex Trebek? Uh, no, I don't. I just don't watch TV much at that time of day. Have you ever? Have you ever made it? Like oh, yeah. All? When I was growing up, I always watched. Yeah, 7 o'clock, I think, right? I think it was uh, Jeopardy first and then Wheel of Fortune at 730. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So there's been a lot of conversation recently about Alex Trebek. You know, he's uh, battling pancreatic cancer. He's got right. stage four pancreatic cancer. And for many, many years, I mean, Alex Trebek has been doing Jeopardy. He's been the host of Jeopardy since 1984. Wow. And that is amazing. He's become part of the cultural landscape. Yes. And so people have said, Alex, would you write a book? You know, I'm sure you've got a lot of stories about what's happened on the show, behind the scenes. We'd like to know more about your life. So during this reflective period of Alex Trebek's life, he has acquiesced and has written a book. And it's going to be out, I think, in July of this year. And uh, the book is slim. It's 160 pages. Okay. The title of the book is the answer is Reflections on My Life by Alex Trebek. It'll uh, include some of his thoughts on uh, record uh, record-breaking players Ken Jennings and James Holhouser. Also, uh, he'll talk about um, Will Ferrell's impression of him on Saturday Night Live. So funny. He's going to talk about um, all the good things that have gone on behind the scenes and some weird things as well. So mm-hmm. that's kind of cool, right? I mean, a that's a wonderful volume. idea. 161 pages to check out Alex Trebek behind the scenes. He projects such confidence and not confidence is what I'm going for. Competence. Yes. Competence and intelligence. I'm always curious. He always has. You know, when you see like Alex Trebek or you see, you know, Wink Martindale or whomever, right? I mean, what is the career path of a game game show show host? Who aspires to that? I don't know. But for a while, you'd see people who'd like go in and out of different ones, right? right? I mean, it seems like it'd be a blast to do. I and mean, of course, uh, Ellen DeGeneres did one or is doing one now, right? Oh, yeah. Ellen's doing one, right? Yeah. yeah. Remember Howie Mandel's uh, sure. one? What, sure. what was he doing with the, the briefcases and the young women? What was, what, the, what was that with the briefcases? I don't know. I don't know what that was. That was a holding. weird. That was very weird. What yeah. about, um, uh, he's from Pittsburgh. Um, he was uh, Jurassic Park. Why can't I think of his oh, name? Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. He did one too. Did he really? Yeah. Wait. Jeff Goldblum did a game show. Didn't he do the briefcase one? I don't Wait, think so. Maybe I'm wrong. What is the briefcase one? Does what anybody know? That? The briefcase that's, one. That's what we're going very for. very odd. Yeah. And Howie Mandel. I mean, maybe the path is, although, I mean, Howie Mandel initially ended up comedian. Deal or no deal? Wasn't he initially a stand-up comedian, right? He was a Maybe. he was a popular stand up comedian, Maybe. and then somehow he fell into this. But like someone like Alex Trebek, or dare I say again, the name Wink Martindale. I love how you keep coming back to Wink because I mean the name Wink Martindale. <laughs> how do you get the name Wink? Where's the Where's the name Wink come from? Yeah, he was what, something else. I mean, it wasn't like you know you went to USC and majored in game show hosting. I know. Right? I know. Remember Bill Bixby? Oh, of course I do. Yeah. The Bill Hulk, Bixby, Incredible Hulk. He was Hulk. the Hulk, but he also was a game show host. Was he the $64,000 pyramid? No, I don't think it was ever 64. I think it was 25. And I then I think it was 64. 50. And then it might have been 100,000. What about Steve Harvey? Oh, He's Steve the most Harvey. hilarious, the most hilarious game show host of all time. I agree. Yeah. He's very, very funny. Yeah. I mean, 
I like a game show. How about like, let's make a deal with Monty Hall? No, that, oh, I loved it. I think oh, it's no. a horrible show. No, no, no. The, and I love new? Wayne Brady. I oh, love Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Yeah, I think he's host. a huge talent. That is like, there is way too much going on in that no. show. I like to see people win stuff. It makes me stuff. nervous. Don't you like, like people? To, I like to I see do. people win stuff. I want to see people win stuff. It makes them happy. It's, it's so kind of cool. A lot of the stuff. You watch The good. Price is Right? Oh, I love The Price is Right. What's the host? Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah, Thank thanks. you, Drew Carey. Yeah, very nice. Thank you, Mike. I mean, that's a very funny, you know, and Bob Barker. With his little dogs and cats, make sure you spay your animals. I guess, I guess. Which, I mean, we're all in favor of, so please yeah. do that. Anyway, Alex Trebek, uh, his uh, memoir comes out later on this Can't year. Wait. Yeah, the answer is. Take a break, come back. Oh, oh, are we done for now? Yeah, we we're coming? done for now. We have okay. to go to the news. Okay, news update. All right, good. I'm going to have some water. Dehydrate yourself during the break. Listen on your smart speaker, the Word FM app at wordfm.com, iHeart, TuneIn, and on radio.com. In the car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Democrats continue to block an effort by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to add money to a small business administration program aimed at keeping workers employed during the pandemic. Democrats still refusing his request unless they're guaranteed half the money is targeted to companies owned by women and minorities. President Trump preparing to unveil national guidelines on when and how the country starts to recover from the economic pain of the pandemic. The National Weather Service now says that more than 100 tornadoes struck the South in a two-day outbreak that killed more than 30 people earlier this week. Stocks ending a wobbly day with modest gains. The Dow picked up 33 points today to finish ahead after wobbling back and forth. The Nasdaq was up 139 and the S&P ahead 16. This is SRN News. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, Giza Dream Sheets, MyPillow Towels, Roll and Go Anywhere Pillows, Duvet Covers, Giza Pillowcase, Bolster Pillows, and Neck Pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining, and bloating again and again. No way. Maybe it's occasional constipation. Maybe it's not. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. 
Maybe it's not occasional constipation. Learn more at linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. You may be able to talk to a doctor online. Visit linzess.com, sponsored by Allergan and Ironwood. This is an important coronavirus update from the nonprofit Global Healthy Living Foundation. Do you or a loved one live with a chronic illness? If so, you and your family may be at a higher risk for contracting the COVID-19 coronavirus. The Global Healthy Living Foundation has made free information and support available for your protection and well-being. Go to ghlf.org to enroll in their free patient support program to get updates and information related to the coronavirus outbreak. Protect yourself and your family. Visit ghlf.org today. Staying home? Perfect. Because Omaha Steaks Stock Up Sale offers fresh, all-American flavors safely to your door. Skip the long lines and feed your family the finest steaks, burgers, poultry, and pork. Even easy-to-make meals, desserts, and more. Visit omahasteaks.com and type package in the search bar. You'll save 50% or more on freezer-filling assortments, plus orders over $69 ship free. Omaha Steaks Stock Up Sale. Perfectly hearty, healthy, right at home. omahasteaks.com, keyword package, for free shipping on orders over $69. Cloudy and cold for tonight, low 29. Cloudy and cold Friday with a rain or snow shower in spots in the morning, followed by occasional afternoon rain, high 47. Tomorrow night, occasional rain and drizzle, otherwise cloudy and cold, low 33. And mostly sunny, remaining chilly on Saturday with a high 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. The Thursday edition of The Ride Home, uh, another chilly day here in the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, Kath, good to see you. I've had it with that cold weather. Had it. Well, it's okay. I mean, it's sort of like an extension of the winter, right? We've had a really mild winter. It just continues on into April. Yeah, the whole point of April is that it's not a continuation of winter. Yeah, yeah. such is life, right? I mean, right. the weather's the least of our worries. At this I point. know, I know. I should stop my whining and right, complaining. Yeah. Hey, okay, so when you were a kid, were you, even now as an adult, are you a board game player? Do you play, you know, Monopoly or mm-hmm. Battleship or mm-hmm. anything yes. like that? Yes, to all of those things. Yeah. Uh, payday. Payday. Candyland. Okay. Um, in, in addition to the ones you operation. Oh yeah, shoots um, and ladders. Shoots and ladders. Kid. What was the one perfection? I don't know that game. Remember perfection? That was the one where you had to put the shapes in, and then there was a timer, and then all the shapes. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Up. How Boy, about that bananagrams? An, that was an annoying game. Bananagrams. Yeah. I don't know bananagrams. How about Pictionary? Pictionary, totally fun. Yep. Once I got to be an adult, you know, taboo took over our family. Taboo Monopoly. Uh, not Monopoly as a family as much. Um, Balderdash. Balderdash. Oh, I've played Balderdash. Mm-hmm. How about Balderdash Yahtzee? Balderdash is a ton of fun. Yacht- I, Yahtzee is such a solid performer. I love Yahtzee. My family refuses generally to play Yahtzee. Really? You're, you're you know, such a game-playing fam. Here's what they say. There's not a lot of skill involved in Yahtzee. It's pure luck. 
That's not true because you have to determine. There's a strategy. If you're, you're going to go for four of a kind or you're right. going to try for the Yahtzee, there I, is a strategy. I, I like my Yahtzee game. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in these uh, pandemic times, I saw an article uh, today from the New York Times, classic board games with a touch of tech. So imagine across this great vast land of ours, millions of people are now idling at home. They are exhausted by streaming of Netflix and uh, what other hoo-hahs out there. Mm -hmm. And they have succumbed to a good old-fashioned board game. Game of Parcheesi. Yeah, Parcheesi. But Uh for a lot of people, they're alone. So how do you play a board game in social isolation? Mm -hmm. Do you have the answer? A number of two-player games that work well as long as you are willing to painstakingly mirror each other's moves. Be sure to use the front camera on your device so you're both. Oh, right. Okay. So board. you have to have the board in front of you. Right. And you have to move for both people. Right. So chess, checkers, connect four. That all sounds like a pain. Right. Um, Mad Libs, while not a game per se, also works beautifully Mad Libs. via video. Didn't you love Mad Libs? I love Mad Libs on the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's I'm, very, I'm, very funny. When you get little kids, it's fun to play Mad Libs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's kind of just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, would you play, well, if you were going to play a game, you know, long distance, say you and your sister decide to play. Well, if it was my sister and I, we'd be playing Boggle. Boggle. Really? Because that's the game we've played more than any other. That was your game. That was our game. So maximum players of Boggle is eight. It's an old word game. It translates beautifully over the distance, says the Times. Mm-hmm. For older kids and adults, we recommend bumping the minimum number of letters to four. Mm, that's good. Yeah. That's probably good because yeah. you do a lot of an and the right. to yeah. at, you know, crazy. yeah, we've yeah, all right. done that. Right. When we used to play Family Monopoly, mm-hmm. my father was often called out for some sort of nefarious mm. means, dare mm-hmm. I say, cheating. Mm-hmm. Just um, and th- that's it. If you're going mean, to let's play, just let's just call it what it is. I mean, the man yeah, was he was cheating. cheating. My dad was cheating. I what uh-huh. the heck, Dad? I mean, so, uh, so if you're going to play someone like this, you know, uh, then you've got to trust that person's integrity implicitly. Do you not? But you're playing with somebody you don't know, so you don't have any idea if they've got integrity. No, no, what are you talking about? No, I'm talking about like, you know, you're playing with somebody you do know. What are you saying? Well, yeah, okay, if you're playing with somebody you do know, but some of these game sites, you can just go play anybody. Right. I mean, I, I know this because I've played Boggle with all sorts of unknown people have on you, my though? phone. Oh, I, I sure played have. backgammon. I played backgammon with uh, Total Strange. I don't know how to play backgammon. What? Oh, that's a great game. It's a really, that's a fabulous game. You know what? What I always get it confused with in my mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. I get backgammon. <laughs> Confused with shuffleboard. <laughs> One, you're doing this with your fingers. The other thing, you got a big, long stick, right? In my head. For some reason, they've always been linked. My brother taught me how to play backgammon when we were in high school. Man, we used to play have some backgammon games. Oh, just, he would how, get so mad. How about cribbage? Cribbage? Do you remember cribbage? Yeah, I remember cribbage. Um, you didn't like cribbage? No, it seemed really stuffy to me. I, I just... Uh, I mean, you don't, don't have to make a moral judgment on the game. I am making a moral judgment. Okay. Do you like cribbage? Really? Would you I cribbage? do. I grew up I grew up playing cribbage, yeah. Oh, <laughs> just insulted your entire Yeah, thanks, John. Because of my, <laughs> my apologies. My hoity toity lifestyle yeah. as a child. Stan, man, sorry. We, Love you guys. <laughs> we we pulled uh two uh decks of cards out on Saturday mm-hmm. and the four of us played gin rummy. Oh, uh 
card it's a crowd pleaser. That is a crowd pleaser. Yeah. So are mm-hmm. you are you a, a good a card player family? We're not a good card playing family, but I love to play cards. I spent a lot of my life playing cards, but it's we just always I don't know the you know you want your family to be good at things and then you're yeah. frustrated because they're uh-huh. not. You know what I mean? We all like cards, but yeah. getting the four of us together to play them, I don't know why Doesn't it's work like <sighs> Yeah. My sisters are like ferocious card players. My, my, my Graham, she always taught all those kids how to play cards. Do, so. they, do they play what, 500 or bridge? Mm, or? Yeah, they'll play Pinochle or whatever. Yeah, Pinochle. I've never played that. My wife loves card games. She, I know. Uh, your wife uh, is – listen, your wife oh my God. has ruined me in so many card games over mm, the years. Yeah, she's – I should just call it quits. I should just say, you know what? This contest between the two of us is over. Yeah, that's – I mean – Because oh. it's humiliation at this point, John. What she's is game? very, very good. She plays that Dutch game. Blitz. Dutch Blitz. I hate Listen, that game so Mike, much, Mike. Please. His wife, it's not even right what happens. No, it's the it's worst. not. She's well, like, she Griffith. thinks and moves her hands at the speed of wind. I know. And then I'm like this. Fast wind. I'm like this. I'm like three. <laughs> what? What's going on? Then I start to daydream. I'm kind of, I forget it. No. Uh, I should play cards with John. We'd make each yeah. other feel better. <laughs> but Dutch Blitz with your wife. Not good. Not it. good at all. No, that's good. Okay, what about someone saying canasta? Canasta. canasta. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about canasta. Do you? <laughs> how about how about another listener? And and by the way, I'm reading the comments on Facebook for people who are watching our stream. If yeah. you'd like to watch the show, 101.5 Word FM or the Ride Home with Johnny Kathy on Facebook, someone just said Twister. Not Twister. a good game for now. No, it's not. Not a good name. No. <laughs> how do you do that? How do you do that long distance? The pandemic version of Twister. Oh, what about Othello? Oh, Othello. Uh, you know, that's one of those games. I've never played Othello. Have you? I mean, I oh, see yeah. the commercial. You've never played Othello? No. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to get your, you know, it's white and black and obviously yeah, it's yeah. white and black. And I was in you, Othello, but I never played it. Well, that that's probably a lot more erudite than I playing the mid, game. So. But, you know, you, you have to put, if, if, if I'm black and you're white, then yeah. I have to, I have to surround your guys with mine. And if mm. I do, then all your guys become mine. I see. And all I right. take over the world. <gasps> Speaking yeah. of, how about Risk? Oh, I like Risk. Yeah. Or yeah, but like it goes on for like 20 hours. Yeah, that's the problem. Right. How about the game of life? Oh, that's a stupid game. It's a knockoff. It's a knockoff of, it's like a poor man's Monopoly. That's just a dumb game. I mean, I wanted to enjoy it and I liked putting all the little, like when you have kids and you put them in your car or whatever. But right. It's really dumb. No, it's a little good little kids game. Don't you think? Okay. The little people I haven't like played this. it. I don't, yeah, I, I gave up on life. I mean, My- <laughs> the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My go-to game, yeah. always, Trouble. Oh, that's a good one. It's my go-to game. Yeah. If any, I'll play Trouble. How can the Pop-O-Matic be oh, the your Pop-O-Matic. go-to game? Seriously, I have so many great stories. That was like my college game. Four Talk of us about around the- boom, boom, no boom, strategy. Boom. Oh, it's a great game. No, that's a, there's some strategy there. It's a really there's, fun game. Fast and Furious. What strategy very emotional. can there be in Trouble? I'm, get the other guy before he gets you. <laughs> I love Trouble. Yeah. Okay. All right. What about Trivial Pursuit? Oh, I love Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. Now, we have like the original version yes, of Trivial so Pursuit, do I. which is like 1979 or something. Yeah, something. So we play with like the family. I mean, the kids know like about 3% of the questions we're asking because right. it's so culturally, you know, like who's Howie Mandel? I mean, that kind of thing. Right. And then when I get to geography, all of a sudden, it's like I've never seen an atlas or globe before. I don't know what happens yeah. to me in that game. I know well, nothing. It's a humbling game. It is. Really, you know, it's I awful. know nothing. Uh, let's play Trivial Pursuit. 
But you're making me want to play a game, John. Oh, good. Okay, so go home tonight um, and play a nice game. Well, what fine. if we cancel the rest of the five o'clock hour and we no, get no, like no, no, a no. game of life going? Yeah, we can with the audience. That would be stupid. Because life here. is a stupid game. Chinese checkers. Uh, Chinese checkers. I love Chinese checkers. My wife and I play that. Yes, I don't remember what that is. It's a board game. It's it's a board game. Thanks. It's, it's, it's a board like game. it's That's like checkers, but you're using these little round balls, and you could yeah, jump yeah. players. You can go back and forth, and right. and you have to get about, is that from one end is to that another. Like, you you remember Pente? No, Pente. Pente. You play with those little gems. Nope. It's like an, I think it's an Indian game. You don't know Pente? Nope. Do you ever play right. bumper pool? Bumper pool. I never oh, even like heard a, of that. You know, like a little pool table, like you know, in the church oh. basement bumper pool with the little yeah. things. And the, oh, I love that game so much. One time we rented a vacation house and there was a bumper pool table in the front room. Oh, oh man. that made our vacation. <gasps> pit. Oh, pit. We play pit. That's we, a we, fun game. Isn't we, pit oh with my. the bell going off? Pit is a people fun game. Losing their minds, yelling and screaming, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know people who cheat in that game. That's, no, I'm not heck? even going to talk about them, <laughs> Dave Van Dyke. <laughs> He's in the, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so we'll take a break. Come back. Oh. The psychiatrist is in, not Lucy Van Pelt, but Dr. Kurt Thompson. He'll join us in a few minutes. We're going to talk about uh, how our bodies are responding to these new circumstances, right? The things we carry that make us tense or not during these weird pandemic times. Stick around. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. WORD. In every journey, there's a danger of losing your way. So how do we stay steadfast in the journey of faith? That's our subject as we begin a study of the book of Hebrews. We're learning to fix our eyes on Jesus all this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Tomorrow morning at 6 on 101.5 WORD. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. At Sprint, our priority is keeping our customers, employees, and communities safe. During these uncertain times, we want you to get the great service you expect without leaving the safety of your home. Sprint.com makes shopping easier by offering free next day shipping and no activation fees on our best new phone deals, like a Samsung Galaxy phone. Lease it for just $0 a month when you switch. And when you shop on Sprint.com, you'll get a $100 prepaid MasterCard too. For now, Sprint.com is the best way to learn about our plans, buy new phones, and get the services you need. Stay healthy and go to Sprint.com today. Samsung Galaxy S10 Plus, $0 per month after $41.67 per month credit. Apply within two bills. Requires 18-month lease, new line of service, and approved credit. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Offering coverage not available everywhere. $30 activation fee, taxes, and restrictions apply. $100 prepaid MasterCard requires port and online registration. Ships after 45 days. Card terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Member FDSC. Hey, John, have you heard about No Safe Spaces? Oh, yeah. It's the number one political documentary of 2019. And listen, it finished its run after garnering the highest fan rating, 99% at Rotten Tomatoes, but it's been blocked from every streaming service. Oh, don't worry. No Safe Spaces is now available to watch for a limited time only, nosafespaces.com. The discount code for our listeners is SAVE25 for 25% off. Watch the film tonight at nosafespaces.com. I'm not a big talker. I am a big doer. 
but sometimes the only way to solve the problem is to get on the horn and figure it out. So the only people I like talking to? Granger. With knowledgeable product experts ready with the answers to my toughest questions, calling Granger is the one conversation I don't mind having. From machining and motor parts to valves and vacuum pumps, when it comes to solving my problems, Granger's got my back. Call, clickgranger.com, or stop by to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For victims of drunk and drug driving, our grief is unique. But you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call our 24 hour victim helpline at 877 MAD Help or visit MAD.org. really pay attention to your body i mean you know of course we're aware of our body but aren't there times whenever you're like you know you're sitting or you're driving at least for me and i feel like you know a side of me is tight or tense and i think oh wait uh, would you just just relax that the body does things in some ways you know as a reaction to our lives that we're not even aware of and i think it requires us to have a little bit of heightened heightened sensory awareness of who we are and where we are in the space for us to totally relax. And I imagine right now, especially as everyone is so deeply intense about the pandemic crisis that's going on, and especially locked in our homes for Mm -hmm. most people, the body itself is undergoing some weird physiological changes. Dr. Kurt Thompson is with us. Dr. Thompson's a regular guest on our show, a monthly guest. He is the author of The Soul of Shame, retelling the stories we believe about ourselves. He's also a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia, here to talk to us specifically about how our bodies are responding to these new circumstances. Dr. Thompson, welcome back to the show. How are you today? John and Kathy, great to be with you. I'm um, glad to be talking to you and um, talking about why it's so hard to relax. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Kurt, what is is it a physiological block? Is it a, an emotional block or some kind of psychological way we're processing the position we're all in? Well, you know, the, the, it's a great question, Kathy. I think um, the question itself um, uh, brings to our awareness how easily we tend to separate our mind, our thinking mind, our emotional mind out. We separate that from our body and we feel we don't think those two things really have much to do with each other. In fact, we think they are two separate things. You know, one of the beautiful things about the biblical narrative, it, you know, right in the Genesis account, this notion that God created us by breathing the breath of life into the dust of the earth, and that we became a living being, and we can't really separate our sense of who we are, our soul, our life, from our bodies. And we, though, try to do that, and we, and so we find that you know, I'm sure many of your listeners are now spending a lot of their time on Zoom, for instance. And uh, I know that I and my colleagues at the end of the day, as many of your listeners will, we're on Zoom and we're at the end of the day, and it feels like I've worked for a day and a half, not just one day. I'm so much more tired at the end of the day than I was because uh, I'm looking, you know, for 10 hours at some kind of a Zoom call or now psychotherapy with patients online. And the reality is that we were made to be in contact with one another. We were made to interact physically. And our bodies need that kind of contact. And by that, I don't even just mean that we have to have skin-to-skin contact. But, I mean, being in the room, 
with distances that are not just six feet, but close proximity to people. Our bodies need that in order to flourish in the same way that we walk around breathing an atmospheric oxygen level of about 20%. Imagine if you were just asked, hey, could you just breathe air if we're going to drop it to 15%, what would that be like? Well, that's kind of like what we're doing in asking our bodies to be held Mm. away from other bodies. And you find on our Zoom calls, we find ourselves working really hard to imagine what a person is saying and thinking and feeling in the physical way that our bodies would be doing naturally if we were in the room with them. And so one of the first things that we're discovering is that, you know, our bodies were made to be in contact with one another because so much of how we communicate with one another naturally is done non-verbally. Just by being in the room, our bodies are communicating in ways that we don't even know. When I don't have that other person's body in the room, other parts of my mind are going to work really, really hard to try to make up for the difference. I say it's kind of like what happens when your cell phone is searching for a cell tower signal. When that signal isn't available, that cell phone keeps looking for it, and the battery drains that much more quickly because there's no cell tower that's talking back to Mm -hmm. it. That's what happens to our bodies. And then the other thing that happens, of course, is that at some point, because we are being asked to limit the amount of movement that we have coming and going and being forced to be in smaller places with the same people all the time, our bodies don't like that. And at some point, we start to develop a certain sense, not just of anxiety about the pandemic, but we start to develop a certain sense of irritability. Mm -hmm. And the irritability isn't just, gosh, I'm sick and tired of having to do this. That irritability is my body trying to say to me, yes, Kurt, you are sick and tired of doing this because I wasn't made to do it this way. I see. So, Kurt, then does the mind inform the body, or does the body inform the mind, or is it together in cohabitation? Right, and I think, again, the fact that we even ask the question such that we say there is the body and the mind as if there are two separate things presumes that they are two separate things, and what we're really trying to invite people to see is that there is no such separation, like you can't separate your brain from your mind. But what we do know is that when what's most hopeful and helpful is that in these times, there are some things that we can do to actually try to mitigate some of those circumstances that are keeping our bodies from being in more frequent contact with others in the way that we'd really like to be able to do. Oh, fascinating. Okay, so the body's crying out for something that obviously is absent right now. What's that skill? I mean, is it a skill? What can we do to engage that? Right, there are some skills, and, uh, you know, they're, they're not perfect because, you know, we are asking our population to do things that uh, are not in our body's toolbox to do. So this is not just a matter of, you know, I haven't learned to play the piano, so I'm going to practice really hard and become better and better at that. Um, No, this is more like, no, my body's not meant to breathe 15% oxygen. It's meant to breathe 20% oxygen. And so I'm going to have to find some other ways to really work hard to alter my breathing just so that I can be okay in that, in that circumstance. So one of the first things that we, that we tell folks is, you know, again, is that, Um, I really encourage people to be immersed in practices of spiritual formation. So scripture, prayer, connection with God is a huge way for us to allow our mind 
part of our thinking brain, our imaginative brain, our reading brain, our feeling brain, to be connected to our body and allow our body to be in a more relaxed state and posture. Mm. That's number one. Part of that, I would say, is it's not just about reading a text, for instance, but I would say this is a primary opportunity for us to learn how we imagine the Gospels, for instance. When you read any of the Gospel stories, what I would hope our listeners would be able to do would be, for instance, to picture yourself at the tree where Jesus finds Zacchaeus, and what happens when he then turns to you and says, I want you to sit at my right hand at Zacchaeus's house where he's going to feed us. This sense of me practicing being in touch with others in the Gospels, not just with others. So our spiritual practices need to include my willingness to imagine the Gospel being something that I'm really experiencing in my physicality. A second thing is, it really is important, we talked a little bit about this the last time we were together, it's really helpful for us to be physically active in ways that are perhaps more frequent and less lengthy. So for instance, going for walks in our neighborhood, taking two to three, five to ten minute walks in a day is going to serve you better than taking one long 45 minute walk. Now, don't get me wrong, if the option is I don't walk at all or I walk for 40 minutes, and by all means, please be out walking for 40 or 45 minutes. But the frequency with which we are walking and briefer, dura- briefer durations gives me actually something to look forward to in terms of my movement. One of the problems that our bodies are experiencing is that we are so much more sedentary. I mean, when I see patients, I get on these Zoom calls and I just go from one to one to one to one to the next to the next. Right. I barely get up except to go to use the men's room. Mm-hmm. It's so much different than the average coming and going rhythm that I have when patients are coming into our office and leaving. And so frequency and shorter durations of physical mobility will be another thing. A third thing that we do is really contacting people. We've said this before as well, contacting people to have brief phone calls in which we are telling people where we really are, what we're really feeling. You know, we're, we're sustaining a lot of loss. Uh, there's a, a lot that isn't happening for people. To be able to articulate that in a way in which we hear the empathic connection with somebody else's voice is hugely important. It has an impact on our physicality because my brain is not feeling, I am not feeling as alone in the world. Remember, my body becomes more tense largely because it senses its isolation, not just because it's not moving, but because it senses that it is alone with the states of mind that it's walking around with. Another feature, I know that a lot of our listeners are probably now on some kind of online platform throughout the day in which you're looking at a Zoom call in which there could be anywhere from 10 to 50 people on the call. That's a lot of bodies and faces that my body is trying to catch up to and keep up with. So one of the things that we really, and I know this is hard, this this, this may be impossible in some situations, But limiting our calls to smaller pods of people, smaller collections of people, if I have these calls with groups of two or three people, not 30 people, I'm actually not going to have to work as hard. I'm not going to have as many people that my brain is not going to be trying to pay attention to that many more people on a screen. And so I am going to be able to give myself 
some sense of relief mm-hmm. from feeling like I have to keep track of all these people all the time. Lastly, I would say, and we've, we, you know, we've, we've tracked some of this before, the kind of uh, work that we, that we do in, uh, the kind of work that our bodies do when we are worshiping is a really important way for our, our, our body to have a sense of agency, that, of activity, that we, are co- that, that we are participating in the world. And so I tell people, okay, it's going to sound kind of hokey because, you know, who wants to do this? But if you put on a piece of worship music on your laptop two, three times a day, and you stand up where you are and you sing it out loud with whoever's, whoever's uh, performing that, it goes a long way, once again, in giving your body the sense that it is participating with something. And it's not just participating by walking. Walking is a wonderful thing, but participating with others by singing out loud actually isn't just something you're doing. It is something you were doing that you are also listening to you do. You're listening to yourself doing that. You're listening to your own voice. And it lets your brain know even more so that it is not by itself in the world. Mm-hmm. So those are some things I think that are uh, hopefully some wow. practical help. I love them, Kurt. For, for yeah, people those are all things. To with. Yeah. I mean, all the things you've talked about are certainly uh, necessary to help us in the malaise that we're suffering through right now. So I really appreciate it. It's a very unique perspective to sort of knock us out of this, uh, this mm-hmm. tense world we're living in and somehow connect with ourselves, the whole body, body, mind, and spirit. So uh, like thank it. you so much, Dr. Thompson. You're most welcome. Glad to be with you. Dr. Kurt Thompson, a psychiatrist in private practice in Falls Church, Virginia. That's good His stuff. book is called The Soul of Shame, Retelling the Stories We Believe About Ourselves. Speaking of um, active and the mind and the body together, let's read scripture. We'll talk about that and read scripture live here next. Stick around. This is John Samick. I'm the owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. We are not only a local Pittsburgh business, but friends and neighbors as well. Please take the recommended social precautions and we'll all get through this together. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. I'm John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. I wanted to let our Pittsburgh family know that we are still providing emergency services for property that's been damaged by water, fire, and smoke. We're here when you need us. Hello, friends. It's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. We are hoping you are all healthy and safe. Our family wanted to let you know that because our cows are requiring twice-a-day milking, the Spring House is still open for you to stop by for your farm fresh from our herd milk and hot out-of-the-oven breads and buns and meats and cheeses and cookies and anything that will make life happy and comfy and easier during these uncertain times. Our buffet is still full of family recipe lunches and suppers every day to take home to eat at your own family table, and our catering team even created a special take-and-bake meal, which you can check out online. We even ordered in extra toilet paper in case any of you are in a pinch. We've been so blessed this last week by customers thanking us for staying open and, best of all, telling us that they're praying for us. We just wanted to let you know that we are praying for all of you, too. Here's a big hug from all of us at the Springhouse to you. We love you. If you're getting burned in the market, listen up. The last couple of months have been alarming to thousands of portfolios. We know that many of you are getting pummeled with this current market volatility. Guess what? Today is the day that stops. 
we've created a cutting-edge interactive program that will help you improve your current financial situation. If you're looking to turn your days in the red into consistent months in the green, introducing the Trader on the Street Challenge. The Trader on the Street Challenge has been designed to help you achieve the profitability and consistency of a Wall Street professional. We know that consistency is one of the most crucial components to becoming a successful trader, and that's why we've carefully built the perfect way to incentivize struggling traders to improve their capabilities. So if you're tired of rolling with the punches and are willing to rise to the occasion of this unique new challenge, text STREET to 48542 to learn more. Text the word STREET to 48542. Text STREET to 48542 to get started today. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Hear that sound? It's priceless. Because in every heartbeat, there's information that could change the way we think about heart health. Heartline is an app-based research study from Johnson & Johnson in collaboration with Apple, where you can share your heart information and earn rewards for completing study activities. Building knowledge that could advance heart health for everyone, beat by beat by beat. If you're 65 or older and have an iPhone, you could be eligible to take part. Go to heartline.com slash visit to learn more. The Heartline Study. Know your heart. Cloudy and cold for tonight, low 29. Cloudy and cold Friday with a rain or snow shower in spots in the morning, followed by occasional afternoon rain, high 47. Tomorrow night, occasional rain and drizzle, otherwise cloudy and cold, low 33. And mostly sunny, remaining chilly on Saturday with a high 49. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. We've been devoting ourselves to the reading of scripture, one of the uh, disciplines that John and I have uh, found to be important in these times when we're stuck at home and concerned about the future and there's so much uncertainty around us. It's been a great comfort to uh, both of us. And um, while we were in Lent, we were reading from the Psalms every day on the air. And uh, since Easter, we've been reading passages about the resurrection, about the new life we have in Christ. Uh, so today, I went to the second chapter of Acts, which is the story of the um, the uh, giving of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. Um, but I picked out a couple different parts of the Apostle Peter's sermon that he preaches there. There's so many gorgeous parts. Sure. And so we're going to read some for you now. So John, start us out. This is Acts chapter 2. Acts 2, 22-24 says this, fellow Israelites, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's deliberate plan and foreknowledge, and you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. Fellow Israelites, I can tell you confidently that the patriarch David died and was buried, and his tomb is here to this day. But he was a prophet and knew that God had promised him on oath that he would place one of his descendants on his throne. Seeing what was to come, he spoke of the resurrection of the Messiah, that he was not abandoned to the realm of the dead, nor did his body see decay. God has raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of it. Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. 
Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. Amen. Amen. Boy, it's a good word, isn't it, John? That surely is. Oh, it's my good to gosh. say it out loud. It's good yep. to hear it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we would encourage you to do the same, to yeah. read Scripture out loud, whether you're alone by yourself right now or you're in a room full of people and your family are gathered around. It's a really wonderful thing. It mm-hmm. uh, encourages, emboldens, engages the soul, and certainly draws you closer to God. It does. Let's take a break. Come back. Uh, We're going to talk with uh, another pastor here locally, Pastor Eric Andre. And uh, we're going to talk about... um, Online communion. Online communion. I know that's been a lot of consternation for people. Stick around for that conversation. 101.5 WORD. Gives you the chance to show an act of kindness that could pay off for you, too. Just a little more kindness. Enter the Kindness Challenge for the chance to win $5,000 for you and $5,000 for a worthy organization. Just a lot more kindness, I think. Enter once each day through the end of April. Get bonus entries for completing individual acts of kindness, plus lots of other ways to increase your chances of winning. Be kind to others and to yourself. Be a little more kind to each other. Enter the Kindness Challenge now at wordfm.com slash kindness. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During the challenging times we're all experiencing, our top priority is the health and safety of the communities we serve. And while it's true that things are changing rapidly every day, one thing that'll never change is our commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience. At Rocket Mortgage, our guiding philosophy of every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, exists for times like right now. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. If you currently work with us and need assistance with your mortgage, contact us 24-7 at rocketmortgage.com. As we all think about ways to save money, let me remind you that mortgage rates are near historic lows. If you think right now is the right time to refinance your mortgage, our home loan experts are available to help you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Hey, this is Laura Story. Are you ready to deepen your faith on a spectacular week-long Alaska cruise? After you prepare your heart with worship led by Michael O'Brien and myself, Alistair Begg will be sharing from God's Word, and together we will renew our vision, purpose, and connection with Christ. We'll let Scripture steer our hearts as we explore God's eternal truths together. Salem Media Group presents the Deeper Faith Alaska Cruise, August 30th through September 6th, 2020. Get more details at wordfm.com slash Alaska. For over 20 years, Trinity Jewelers has helped us celebrate life's closest relationships. And while their store may be closed for now, they think it's worth remembering that in times like these, it's those relationships that keep us going. They remind us that this too will pass and to put our focus on the things that really matter, our family, our friends, and a Savior who will never leave us nor forsake us. We're going to get through this together. The entire staff at Trinity Jewelers is looking forward to seeing you soon. He learned to pitch in your backyard. Now his team's coming over to celebrate their high school championship. So you need to patch those bare spots fast. Pennington One Step Complete has a revolutionary formula that repairs bare spots in only two weeks or less. Pennington's been trusted since 1945, and now it works even faster. One Step Complete from Pennington. Honest Green. Get your lawn ready for any occasion. Head to your local retailer to pick up One Step Complete. Uh, 
Well, with the closure of all churches across the country and probably most of the world, for a lot of people who take part in weekly communion with mm-hmm. the Eucharist, the elements of uh, the wine and the host, there's been a, a big, a huge absence, a once-in-a-lifetime, yeah. hopefully, absence of that from our regular walk. And here to talk to us about that, about online communion, is Pastor Eric Andre. Pastor Andre is the campus chaplain for Lutheran Student Fellowship of Pittsburgh, also at First Trinity Church in the North Oakland neighborhood here. And uh, Pastor Eric, it's been a long time. Welcome back to the show. Hey, it's good, uh, good to be with you again, John and Kathy. Yeah, thank you. Eric, talk to us about how you guys are faring. What's your day-to-day life like? How's it going with your kids? Well, you know, it's uh, a little bit crazy like it is for all of us. Uh, kind of things are turned upside down. They're, they're, we're, we're also in the midst of renovating our house. So we've actually okay. been temporarily living at a, at a much smaller apartment. And uh, my wife's uh, at the house getting that ready during the day so we can move back in. And I'm at home, you know, kind of part, part-time homeschooler, chef, mentor, playmate, coach, you know, whatever it takes, and then uh, kind of trying to get some work done in the evening. So, you know, nice. but it's, it's a challenge for all of us. And, uh, you know, in a way right now, it's kind of a, yeah, just an, an adjustment, you know. Yeah. How old are your kids, Eric? Nine and 12. So third grade and, and sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I told them they could listen in to shout out to Nicolina and Juliet if you're listening. <laughs> Very nice, Nicolina and Julieta. Okay, so what's the mindset? I mean, I know a lot of kids are deeply heartbroken. Other kids are kind of wearing it lightly. Some kids are, you know, streaming every inch of every day. What's it look like for your kids? I think they're. I think in the beginning uh, it was a pretty good transition. Uh, I think now all of us are getting a little stir crazy, a little bit of cabin fever. Uh, we're definitely ready to go mm-hmm. back to our home and just have some some more space, have a backyard again. Uh, I think we're looking forward to that, but uh, I'm, I'm proud of them. They're, they're handling it, I think, about as well as could be expected. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So as a pastor, Eric, you know, it must be helpful. You're trying to reach out to people who are having issues, um, but you reach out to it with a degree of brokenness because you're having your own. Exactly. So I think I can, I can relate uh, to, you know, I can relate to what, what families, what, what everyone's going through, you know, and it's, it's, of course, it's different also for each one of us, depending on our family context, our economic resources, and, and things like that. So, uh, but in a sense, this, I think this could have like a unifying effect over time, especially as we come back to some sort of normalcy, like, hey, we kind of got through this together, all mm-hmm. of us facing some uh, degree of similar challenge. And I think that could be a unifying force for, uh, for people, you know, in this region and across the country. Fabulous. Well, let's take that good word. Okay, Eric, let's shift our attention then to communion. Because um, even in normal times, and I'll put those in air quotes, communion is a mystery. And especially for the thousands of different ways that people look at the Christian faith, some people look at communion as just, you know, a symbolic act. Other people look at communion as the actual body and blood of Jesus. Now, with the addition of Zooming and online church, we're not face-to-face. Very few people are taking communion, you know, in the physical presence on a weekly basis. Where do you start with this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's we have to recognize that this is a... um, uh, a, a, a cross that we have to bear, uh, that it, it is a, an absence, uh, that it creates, I, I think, a hunger and a thirst, certainly speaking personally, uh, a hunger and a thirst. We, we here at First Trinity Lutheran Church, and historically Lutheran churches, celebrate uh, communion, the Eucharist, uh, weekly, uh, every Sunday and, and on other festival days. 
And we did do it in Holy Week just with, because for other, among other things, we have, we have an intern here who's, who's getting a really a trial by fire for his one-year internship as part of his okay. seminary training. But we needed him to be able to, to see what Holy Week services are like and to, to learn that in practice. So we, we did just the staff, four of us here, have communion during Holy Week. But other than that, we have not, not, not on Sundays and not otherwise. And so for all of us, it has been kind of a, a Eucharistic fast, so to speak, and, and I think we have to acknowledge the, um, the, the, the pain, uh, the longing for that. And at the same time, uh, you know, you talked about the various perspectives. I mean, speaking as a Lutheran, and others, of course, acknowledge this as well, but we talk about uh, multiple means of grace, that God comes to us uh, certainly in the Lord's Supper, but not only. He comes to us also through our baptism and our baptismal identity. He comes to us through the Word as it is read and as it is heard. Uh, he comes to us as we connect with Him, based on that Word, as we connect with Him in prayer. And so I think it's an opportunity for people to grow in that way as well. Um, but I know that some churches, and I think, you know, I, I think out of, out, of a, out of the godly desire to, to be connected to the Lord in His Supper, in His communion, a, a lot of churches have considered and some have turned to various forms of online communion. Uh, but I think we should really, really hesitate uh, to do so, especially, uh, I think we should commend the desire, but we should hesitate to, to enact that practice, especially in the Easter season. Right, um, so, wait, so then Eric, describe yeah. what that looks like. I mean, because I've not heard of this. What, what would, is it virtual communion? Well, I mean, I think there's various ways that people are doing it. I think probably the most typical way is that um, people zoom in and, the past and, and, the, and the pastor has instructed the people to, I guess, go out and get wine and bread, or in some cases, grape juice and bread, or whatever. Maybe they even happen to have at home that would be somewhat of an equivalent. And as the pastor speaks uh, the words of institution, the words of consecration, uh, Christ's words as recorded in the Gospels and also in First Corinthians, then the people are have these elements before them in their home, wherever they are on their dining room table or desk or kitchen. And then, and then after those words are spoken, they then, so to speak, commune themselves having heard those words, I think via zoom or whatever video teleconferencing they have. I think that's been the most typical way of doing online communion as I've heard it described. I see. All right. I mean, uh, I'm not going to say no to that because if people are hungry for communion, but, um, Talk about the the theology behind that. I mean, is that even, even is it legit? I mean, I guess that's the lack of a better word. But is it legit? Yeah, I mean, I think as I mentioned in, in the Easter season right now, you know, Easter Sunday, uh, just this past Sunday, uh, you know, in, in, beginning now the fifty days of Easter, especially the church's readings uh, that we have from Matthew twenty eight, Luke twenty four, John twenty one, John twenty, give us a very physical communal Christ, you know, one who eats bread and honeycomb and broiled fish and, and a breakfast of bread and fish and beckons Thomas to touch him and shows his hand and side. Yeah. So our risen Lord has flesh and bones. It's a bodily resurrection. And the Lord's Supper, communion, is an oral eating. And again, of course, I, I speak here from a Lutheran perspective, which of course I believe is, is a biblical perspective, but we, we eat the Lord's Supper. It is about an oral eating of, of Christ's body and blood in, with, and under the bread and wine that is distributed by Christ himself through the office of the ministry that he first established through the apostles. And 
you know, while, while, I may, while sound waves might travel quite well through the Internet, uh, bread and wine and body and blood don't travel so well through the Internet, mm. and therefore the pastor literally cannot distribute. Uh, he can't have that oversight, uh, that, uh, he, that faithful oversight as the consecrator and presider, presider that I think is really necessary for what is also supposed to be a communal meal. You know, Paul mm-hmm. really emphasizes in 1 Corinthians 10 and 11 that this is a meal where we come together. It's not several individual meals here and there, but a communal meal in which we participate in the one bread and in the one cup. Um, the Reformers spoke of the whole action constituting the sacrament, not just the words recited, although that, those are essential because the Word creates reality, the Word of God, but the whole action, including publicly gathering in the congregation, the faithful oversight of the pastor, the altar fellowship of those who are doctrinally united, and again, the pastor admitting those who are prepared to be communed and who have been instructed by distributing the host, of which people receive first, as an admission to, to this supper. Um, so I think what happens at the very least, and I, I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation if it weren't the case. At the very least, right. there are questions and doubts about this. Right. And we shouldn't, I really feel we shouldn't, the, the Lord's Supper is the gospel. It is the body and blood of Christ from God to us for the forgiveness of sins, life, and salvation. And the gospel is about assurance and certainty and not about putting doubts in people's minds about what is really happening or what they're really receiving or what they're really doing. Um, so I, I think, yeah. yeah, I think we need to take a step back and, and, and again, also recognize that this is temporary, right? I, I mean, trust me, again, I'm someone who really desires and feels a need for the Lord's Supper at least once a week, at least. Um, at the same time, I recognize this is temporary. Uh, I can avail myself of the other means of grace and, and be sustained in my baptismal identity and faith that way. Okay, so that's Reverend Eric Andre. He says when it comes to online communion, commend the desire, but resist the practice. I think that's, that's good, good advice. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, Eric, thanks so much. Uh, listen, we'll hopefully we'll talk to you in the near future, and uh, peace be with you and your, your family, your children, your wife, and uh, we hope that you're strong and healthy as we move forward. Pastor Eric Andre. Yeah, you too, John and Kathy. Take care. God bless. and look forward to being with you again soon. Thank you. All right. Take a break. Come back. Um, The thing you do puts the band back together for coronavirus relief fundraiser. One of the best movies of all time. Yes. The thing you do. That thing you do. Right. Mm -hmm. Paid non-attorney spokesperson Fierce Natchewati with Principal Office in Dallas, Texas is responsible for the content in this ad. Attention women, if you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were then diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer before the age of 75, listen closely. You may be entitled to substantial compensation. Call 800-991-4422. Time is limited to file a claim and we'll have to pull your medical records. You must have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer within the last 10 years. You need an attorney on your side fighting for your rights. Call 800-991-4422. One of the leading manufacturers of talcum powder has been ordered to pay millions of dollars in claims to the families of women who died of ovarian cancer. If you or a loved one used talcum powder for at least four years and were diagnosed with advanced stages of ovarian cancer or metastatic ovarian cancer that moved to other organs within the last 10 years, don't wait. Call 800-991-4422. That number again, 800-991-4422. Call 800-991-4422. Call right now. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You 
may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. There's a virus spreading across the country, but I'm not referring to the one you think. I'm talking about a different pandemic, the left's attack on free speech. But one film is fighting back. No Safe Spaces, featuring Salem Radio Network's Dennis Prager and comedian Adam Carolla. And now you can watch No Safe Spaces from the comfort of your home at nosafespaces.com. Watch this film that Hollywood, Netflix, and the left doesn't want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com now. Upwork has the world's largest network of proven independent professionals, and I have an alphabetical list of them. Accountants, administrative assistants, animators, architects, you get the point. When you need in-demand talent on demand, Upwork is how. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Mike Badalini for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. and 11.30 a.m. here on WORD. You can also call Mike Badalini now for your complimentary customized retirement and income kit and 115-page retirement and income book at 844-449-SAFE. That's 844-449-7233. America is a great big country. Filled with all kinds of different people. And we all count. That's why the 2020 census wants to make sure we're all counted. Why is it so important? Because the census helps inform how hundreds of billions of dollars will be spent each year for things like new roads, health clinics, even more school programs. So make sure you're counted. Because you count. Shape your future. Start here. Complete the census at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. One of my favorite films of all time yeah. is this little tiny gem called That Thing You Do. It was directed by Tom Hanks. He stars in it as well. It is the f- most enjoyable, lovely film that will make you smile and laugh and just remember the glory of being young and having a dream. Yeah. It's just, it's one of my absolute favorites. John, you love it as well? I sure do. First released in 1996. Um, for all intents and purposes, in many ways, it is a musical, but it's also the story of, you know, youth and innocence and creativity. Right. And it's set in the early 1960s in small town America. Erie PA is where it's set. Yeah. Okay. And there's a little, there's a, a group of friends who get together and what they do is they, you know, they strike lightning in a bottle and they form a band. Like how many thousands and thousands right. of garage bands there have, you know, there's ever been in this country. And somehow through that magic in the bottle, that lightning there, they have a song that makes the airwaves and they go out on tour, right? Is it, uh, what's the name of the tour, Kath? The Star Tones or, uh, that, uh, I don't know if that's the name of the tour. New tones or yeah, but there's anyway, they go out on the road and they see what it's like to live a life of a early 1960s rock star for better or worse. It's so great. It's a it great, is so 
funny and sweet. And the good news is that uh, Tom Everett Scott, who starred in That Thing You Do, announced this past Monday that his big screen man, The Wonders, are getting back together for one night only and everyone is invited. Everett will be joined by co-stars and bandmates Steve Zahn, Ethan Embry, and Jonathan Schock, as well as unnamed special guest, maybe Liv Tyler. Oh. Who also starred in the film for a Where's live stream? Yeah, a live streaming watch party that starts tomorrow night. It's in support of Music Cares COVID nineteen relief fund. And so, what they're going to do? All the stars of the film are going to watch the film together while you watch it, and they're all going to talk about it. Oh, that'd be so much fun! Is it the Oneaters? Well, what? that's that was the joke. I mean, this the yeah. Wonders is what yeah. what they're called, but they were trying to figure out if they could spell it a different way. And the <laughs> annoying lead singer was like, "Let's spell it O N E like one." And Steve Zahn was like, well, "We can't do that because that way everybody would call it the Oneaters, and that would the be O'Neaters, stupid." Yeah, it's a really great movie. Okay, so live stream is it tomorrow night, Kat? Yep, tomorrow night starting at seven o'clock. And, and if where? you're a fan of that thing, you do it's can't miss TV. Okay, I love it. Okay, the Wonders. You can also rent it on Prime, but it'd be great to go to the party. Hey, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. God willing. Thanks, everybody. See you tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.